Welcome to the Sunday Poems. I'm Ken Hayda. Thank you for joining me today. Episode number 181. I begin today's program with a poem by Philip Levine, A Sleepless Night. April and the last of the plum blossoms scatters on the black grass before dawn. The sycamore, the lime, the struck pine inhale the first pale hints of sky. An iron day, I think, yet it will come dazzling The light rise from the belly of leaves and pour burning from the cups of poppies. The mockingbird squawks from his perch, fidgets and settles back. The snail, awake for good, trembles from his shell and sets sail for China. My hand dances in the memory of a million vanished stars. A man has every place to lay his head. Philip Levine, A Sleepless Night, I want to thank my student, Teresa White, for pointing me to this poem. And now a few poems of my own that are brand new. The first one is titled, April in the Morning. Overcast, but gloom is not as close as it appears. Wind bends cedars. Unleafed pecans remain aloof. New grass. Across the creek, a turkey gobbles. The silence of morning lingers sways like a field of wheat before the storm or waves splashing with no place to go last night moths bounced against the light through a glass door you watched like a hapless executioner weighing your duty to the state in denial of your role that makes us how we are but this morning you remember those moths not for their doom against hard invisible glass but for the way they danced and dallied, dazzled by light. Their single purpose ordered by force they could never comprehend. And even if that balmy night has now given over to gray mist, light touches you in a way you are just beginning to see. Inner light, mirrored by risen sun, though sometimes hidden, will be revealed and your wings will flutter, and you will bounce, pounce, flounce, and jounce at the betrayal of light, the destiny of a moth, somehow worth all the effort. The Shadow of a Mountain One. On the other side, sun must be shining. Green leaves, no doubt, flicker. Short grass shimmers down the slope. A breeze comforts. Jays and crows, chickadees, warblers and wrens sing to morning sun. Squirrels keep busy. A buzzard floating above enters sight from sunny blue only to leave unnoticed. On the other side, sun must be shining. Green leaves, no doubt, flicker. Short grass shimmers down the slope. Two. Where do shadows go? Three. What is a shadow except truth I've yet to understand? A test of natural faith, something that needs nothing but endurance to keep sane in darkness, to make an itinerant home, migrating absence of light, grounded as rock supporting a stand of oak, at rest alongside cedar, elm, and a few briars, too. And now an Easter poem, as it were, 
I've titled it More Angels. At the tomb, an angel rolled the stone away, but now we need more angels. One is not enough. It is not that we were less evil then, but maybe there are more of us now, more who have grown accustomed to the cumulative effect of disbelief, the arrogant movement of history toward a fulfillment of time we fantasize, a refusal to accept responsibility for killing innocents, a pathetic reconstruction reared in victimization that trumps any attempt at truth, a denial that sidesteps even Pilate's predicament, a flimsy bridge between then and now. Stones are not heavier today, and witnesses remain who've never given their hearts to Barabbas. Yet somehow, for some reason, it seems we need more angels, and belief is only part of a story. By the way, by the way in Latin, the word Pontius, the name Pontius, uh, has the etymology of bridge. <laughs> A bridge between then and now. Here's another poem, Forgiveness. The way a young cat circles between your footsteps as you hold a cup of morning coffee, dawn slowly approaches, chickadees squeak in limbs unseen, BBC News on the kitchen radio, you listen with one ear while the other longs for birds of peace. The ideal never far from your heartstrings, so often played mellow, like a cello, broadly stroked, somber sounds in the recess of your heart, a refusal to be superficial. Forgiveness for an overly excitable cat who can't help herself but cause a stumble or two. Forgiveness for disturbing a doe in the field at sundown. Forgiveness for so many things unnamed or misnamed, certainly misunderstood. Forgiveness for once too often not seeing mourning as clearly as you might. Well, thank you for joining me today. My, if you're interested in my work, my uh, public readings and other information about my books, etc., go to Ken Hayda. Dot org. Thank you for listening, for subscribing, for sharing the program. Until next week, I'm Ken Hayda with the Sunday Poems.